does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Coming up, we're going to talk basketball, talk about Valpo's new basketball coach, and we're going to talk with Mark Jaynes from the Indianapolis 500 and just talk some racing. Right now, though, he's the star of our show because he has all the info you ever needed. It's Network Indiana's Brad Huber. Good evening, Coach, and hello, everybody, on a beautiful Friday night in central Indiana. A lot of baseball ongoing across the state. All of the minor league games across the state are now finished, beginning here in Indianapolis, where the Indianapolis Indians fell to the St. Paul Saints 4-2. Going into that eighth inning, the game was scoreless, but all six runs came in the eighth and ninth innings. Up in Fort Wayne, the Lake County captains got the best of the Fort Wayne 10 caps, 10 to 4. Eight of those 10 runs came after the sixth inning. A back and forth battle in South Bend. The South Bend Cubs fall to the Beloit Skycarp, 10 to 8. College baseball going on right now. Indiana, the Hoosiers, have scored six, uh, two in the sixth and two in the seventh to take the lead over the Illinois Fighting Illini, 5 to 4. That is in the bottom of the seventh inning. Top of the sixth inning in the ACC, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish leading the Clemson Tigers 8-2. That is in the top of the sixth. Getting ready to wrap up, the Purple Aces of Evansville leading their game over the Southern Illinois Salukis 10-2. That is in the bottom of the ninth inning. Indiana State got the best over Belmont today, 2-1. The Purdue-Fort Wayne beat Milwaukee, 7-4 in the Horizon League. Central Michigan beat Ball State, 9-1. Villanova beat the Butler Bulldogs, 13-9. Tennessee Martin all over Southern Indiana, the Screaming Eagles, 14-3. Doubleheader for you, Indy, today. They split with William Jewell. They lose 17-3 in Game 1, and they win 8-3 in Game 2. Purdue-Northwest. Uh, ditto with Davenport. They win game one, 9-2, and lose game two, 16-3. Division three baseball, only one game. A lot of teams off. A lot of teams will be back in action tomorrow. Alma beat Trine, 7-2. NAIA, Marion beat Bethel. Uh, uh, they swept Bethel, and they double hit her, 11-7, and 6-5 in game number two. A game that was shortened because of a 10-run rule. The Indiana South Bend beat Calumet College of St. Joseph's. 17-3. That was in eight innings. St. Francis of Indiana swept Goshen in a doubleheader today. 18-5 in game one. 11-8 in extra innings in game two. Huntington swept Grace 22-5 in game one and 13-1 in game two. IU Kokomo shut out Brasilla, Kentucky 10-0 today. IU Southeast winners over West Virginia Tech 11-1. And Taylor, they... Swept in-state rival Indiana Westlane 10 to 9 in the tight one in game one and 7 to 1 in game two. Oakland City Mighty Oaks beat Alice Lloyd 3 to nothing today in baseball. In-state rival and hawking ECHL, the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. The Indy Fuel score two in the third period to beat the Fort Wayne Comets 2 to 1. These two teams will play again tomorrow up in Fort Wayne at the War Memorial. 
Coliseum. To racing we go, the IndyCar Series at the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach. First practice today, led by Pato Award from Aaron McLaren. He was better over Scott Dixon, who was second. Colton Herta third. Marcus Erickson was fourth. Romai Grosjean was fifth. So three teams represented in that top five. And Alex Pillow, Alexander Rossi was seventh. Eighth was Kyle Mylott. Felix Rosenquist ninth. Christian Lungar was tenth. They'll practice tomorrow morning and qualify tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock Eastern time and race on Sunday, 3 o'clock on NBC. NASCAR, the Craftsman Truck Series, running at Mortonsville right now, and it's historic because it's the first time a wet weather package has been used on an oval. This is the short oval at Mortonsville Speedway. Kyle Busch has the lead over Corey Heim, Tanner Gray, Christian Eckes, and Zane Smith, the top five, 20 of 200 laps being shown complete on a damp racetrack in Mortonsville. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to Save Lives.org is their website. Valparaiso's brand new basketball coach, Roger Powell, joins us. Illustrious career at the University of Illinois, played for a championship, has spent time at Gonzaga on their staff. And that program has won a few games, now becomes the new coach of. Valparaiso basketball coach thank you so much for taking time I know you have a million things to do but squeezing us in on a Saturday night when you should be spending time with your family is very very nice of you oh no I appreciate it man I appreciate you guys having me on and uh, super excited about this opportunity Um, you may hear my babies in the background but Hey, I'm building a family program, so it's just fitting for doing <laughs> That's that's exactly right. We understand. Uh, I would assume, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, I would assume that one of the attractive things about Valparaiso basketball, in addition to its tradition, in addition to the quality people who are on the campus and part of the program, is that in many respects it might resemble a Gonzaga. Uh, in terms of university, athletics, uh, concentration on basketball, and those kinds of things. Am I right? Absolutely. I mean, that was, um, you know, when I was there with Bryce seven years ago, I mean, pretty much everyone in the country looks at Gonzaga for, you know, some way, shape, or form to kind of emulate the way you play or program. Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 I hear you. Yeah. I think I think back then we kind of we we kind of saw Gonzaga as, as a place that we wanted to become, and then going there and kind of getting the the inside scoop, bringing it back to a smaller Christian school that I think has the potential to become something similar. You know, it, it was a huge reason that I was super excited about coming and trying. You know, after spending some time at Gonzaga, trying to kind of you know, you know, get right. back on that level in some ways. Well, I, I think that's uh, I think the similarities are amazing, and uh, it also it also helps that you're a part of it. You've been on campus before. You know what it's like. People know you. You understand it, and so the transition, although it's never easy to to become a head coach and do your first time as a head coach, it meets made easier knowing people, knowing what the expectations are, and also knowing what it takes to compete at the highest level. Absolutely. And, you know, being there before and winning like we did when I was there for the five years, you know, as an assistant, you know, I know it's possible. And and that's something that also, you know, gives me 
you know, comfort knowing that, hey, it can be done. And I'm pretty confident that we're going to do it. The portal is something everybody has to talk about. Uh, like it, don't like it. It's a part of the game. The other thing uh, about uh, this situation, too, is if I think everyone understands that uh, the Gonzaga model in terms of recruiting is, has been heavily slanted toward uh, foreign competitors. And so you have some opportunities here to reshape a roster uh, a variety of different ways. Yeah, I mean, I think it's you're going to have to kind of, you know, be versatile and reshaping the roster. But, you know, I think, um, you know, sprinkling in some internationals and I think there's a ton of talent in a, in a three to five, you know, hour drive. Tons of good yeah. talent in yeah. the area um, right. to kind of, you know, right. to pick from. And then, and then in the transfer portal just gives you an opportunity to get older quicker and, you know, to add some age and some, some experience in there. So, I'm looking forward to kind of touching all those pockets and, and and giving us a chance to be competitive quickly with all the spots I got to fill right now. You also, I know, have to be excited about uh, the Missouri Valley Conference, one of the most competitive conferences in the country. You've come from the West Coast Conference, which itself has been very competitive, and you understand that. But this is not an easy situation to come in to take over a program in one of the top uh, per, uh, one of the top conferences in the country. It's not, and there are some great coaches in this in this league. Um, oh, I yeah. actually remember when. I was a young boy, man. The first major college basketball game I went to was a Bradley game. And, you know, so I grew up in Joliet. It's surrounded by the Missouri Valley, you know. Right. UIC, now Illinois State, Bradley. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's for me, it's, it's, it feels like home. I'm very familiar with these teams. It, it should feel like home. Uh, and and I, I hear your kids in the background. The cool thing about it is daddy's going to have his own program. They're going to be hanging out at the gym. Uh, the family's important. Uh, and, and, it, and people say this all the time, Coach, but for you it really is about your family and about the Valparaiso family. And, uh, Coach, I need you to hang on for just a second. We'll come back and spend more time talking, okay? College baseball game still ongoing on this Friday night. The Indiana Hoosiers scored two runs in each of the sixth and the seventh innings to take the lead from the Illinois Fighting Illini. It's 5-4 to four Indiana in the top of the eighth inning. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish leading the Clemson Tigers 8-2. to two. That is in the top of the seventh inning. A couple of games had just gone final. Indiana State beat Belmont 2-1. Evansville beat Southern Indiana. Or excuse me, Evansville beat Southern Illinois 10-2. And then in extra innings, Valpo beat Bradley 4-3 in the Missouri Valley Conference. Other games earlier today, Penn State was all over Purdue 15-3. Purdue-Fort Wayne beat Milwaukee 7-4. Central Michigan, the Chippewas got the best of the Ball State Cardinals 9-1. The Wildcats, Villanova, beat the Butler Bulldogs 13-9. And Tennessee Martin beat Southern Indiana 14-3. In Division II, William Jewell and U-Indy split a doubleheader 17-3. William Jewell in Game 1, 8-3. U-Indy in Game 2, Purdue Northwest and Davenport also split a doubleheader. Purdue Northwest winning Game 1, 9-2. Davenport being Purdue Northwest 16-3. Division Three, Alma beat Trine 7-2. 
In hockey, an in-state rivalry matchup at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, the Indy Field scored two third-period goals to play, to beat the Fort Wayne Comets 2-1. These two teams will play again tomorrow in Fort Wayne at the War Memorial Coliseum. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Roger Powell, the new basketball coach at Valparaiso, rejoins us. Coach, again, congratulations on the appointment. Uh, my people obviously uh, concerned, not concerned, but interested in what the uh, program looks like. What type of team uh, will we look at next year when we see Valpo play? Well, you, you know, I, I don't know if you heard it during my press conference, but it's going to be a team with some grit, um, you know, very gritty. It's going to play tough, um, play with a lot of passion. Um, yeah, I'm going to recruit some some some, some uh, transfer portal guys. So we're going to have some guys from high major teams and mm-hmm. a couple mm-hmm. of national players. We're going to play a fast-paced brand of basketball. And, uh, you know, it's going to be fun to watch, hopefully scoring a lot of points and, and uh, the five guys on the court sharing the ball and having fun playing basketball together. Coach, I'm excited, and I'm not even up there, all right? So you have me. You made a fan out of me. I appreciate you doing this. I hope you will join us on a regular basis once the season gets started, and anything we can do to help you, we absolutely will. Well, I appreciate it. And, and hey, the only thing is, next time I think my daughter, Faith, wants to have a little more uh, uh, action during the interview. She wants she wants her voice to be heard. So that's her in the background saying hello. <laughs> if we can help Faith's broadcasting career get off to a good start, we're all for it. She is she anytime she needs to. We're here, Coach. Be safe. Thanks so much for your time and good luck to you and Valparaiso basketball. Thank you, guys. Great talking with you. Thanks so much. He's going to do great things. I really think so. Minor League Baseball tonight. Howard Kelman joins me talking Indians baseball. Howard Kelman, I always want to talk to you because, number one, I get smarter when I talk to you. Number two, you're a Hall of Fame broadcaster. Number three, you epitomize what all this is supposed to be about. Let's talk about the Indians. Give me some good news tonight, Howard. Well, Bob, first let me thank you so much for those kind words. Very nice of you. Oh, you're welcome. And I wish I, I wish I had good news, but I don't. And this was a, a crazy game. It was nothing, nothing through seven innings. The Indians through seven innings had nine hits, had left eleven men on base, and it hit mm. into three double plays. St. Paul yep. had opportunities too, but not like the Indians. Well, St. Paul got three runs in the eighth, another in the ninth. The Indians, down to their final out, trailing 4 nothing, rallied, scored two runs, but Cal Mitchell struck out to end the game. Bob, I think this is a good Indians ball club. Things are just not going well yeah. at this time. You know, this is crazy. You and I have talked about this before. Uh, you got to move runners. You know, number one, you can't walk people. Number two, you got to make routine plays. Number three, you got to move runners. That's a, you know that, that's how you win in baseball. Uh, tonight, tonight you just couldn't uh, you know just couldn't move runners when they needed. As we like to say, timely hitting was one of their problems. Yes, exactly right. Now here's the stat on timely hitting, Bob. Both teams tonight, each team 
went one for 12 with runners in scoring position tonight. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. That's uh, that's hard to believe. That's that's very hard to believe. All right, so what's up tomorrow? Tell me what's going on. Tomorrow, the look for Quinn Priester, who's been terrific, and he could be the ace, and he's a number one draft pick. The Indians have lost the first four games in this series after winning five of six in Louisville. So 635 tomorrow at Victory Field. The ace, Quinn Priester on the hill, and plenty of good tickets available. Indians lose to St. Paul 4-2. Play him again tomorrow. Howard Kilman, thanks as always. Enjoy the night. Bob, as always, I thank you very much. Let's talk racing. I have missed it. I haven't talked enough racing uh, at, since the end of the basketball season. Who better to talk about racing than the voice of the Indianapolis 500, the uh, lead voice of IndyCar Racing, Mark Jaynes. Hello, Mark. Hello, Coach. How are you? Not as good as you because I'm in, I'm in Franklin and you're in uh, Long Beach. <laughs> well, you know, we do what we got to do, right? Yeah, I know. You're, you're, you're straining our friendship. Uh, that's that's the problem. You're, you're, it's, it's, putting, it's putting a strain on a long-time friendship, you being in California and me being in Indiana. And I love the fact that you get a chance to be there, but I, I don't see the fairness of this, just so you know. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it, it, we had the season opener at St. Petersburg, and then we had about a month off, and then uh, had a great race a couple of weeks ago at Texas Motor Speedway. And uh, right. I think we've reached the point to where it's uh, going to be about every two weeks until we get to the, the month of May, and then that'll be a crazy month. And then uh, we're about every two weeks all the way through the end of the season now, so uh, no rest for the weary, that's for sure. This actually sounds like a job now, <laughs> but you know you may have you may have the best job out there to be honest, and we've talked about that before. But all right, Pato Award, are we excited about the direction this team's taking? Yeah, I don't think there's any question. You know, for the longest time we've talked about the big three and Andretti Autosport and and Ganassi Racing and Penske Racing and. Uh, there's no question what Zach Brown and McLaren have done since they've uh, joined, uh, you know. So have we lost, Florida. Mark? And, uh, you know, there's no question Hello, that Mark. Uh, they, they've up the game Mark, quite a bit. Mark, Mark, Mark. Welcome back, everyone. I apologize for the technical difficulties. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Mark James rejoins me. Mark. I'm sorry, you have the B team back uh, to try to interview you. You had the A team with Brad Huber, who uh, is much better at this than I am. But I apologize for that snafu. Brad Huber, the uh, PA voice of the Monrovia Bulldogs, along with Todd Owen, and we're awfully proud of that. And we're also proud that he is the track announcer at the Paragon Speedway. Yeah, for sure. I know that he was excited about that opportunity and uh, certainly well-deserved. I mean, uh, you, yeah. you, won't, you won't find anybody who works harder, who has more passion and enthusiasm than uh, Brad Huber. I'll tell you, the folks in Paragon are awful lucky to, to have him guiding through their fabulous events throughout the course of the season. Couldn't agree more. All right, Long Beach. I know, aside from the fact that it's in California, you love this track, don't you? 
Well, I think, you know, it's uh, the, the history. I mean, uh, some 40 years now, IndyCar racing has been there close to 40. And, uh, you know, the first, uh, I think, five races were run, won by right. Andretti's, uh, Michael and Mario, and then Al Jr. won four in a row. Uh, Michael, oddly enough, won his first IndyCar race there, and his very last IndyCar win was there at Long Beach. And uh, I, I think, Except for maybe a Graham Rahal that wants to win at Mid-Ohio or Joseph Newgarden at Nashville, mm-hmm. talking about the home track, you know. I think if you ask all of those drivers outside of the Indianapolis 500, Long Beach is one they certainly want to win. I mean, Jim McKellion and his group have just done a phenomenal job. They, like everyone, had to weather the pandemic and all the difficulties that went along with that. And uh, from what we understand, ticket sales are on the uptick, and they're expecting well mm-hmm. over 100000 mm-hmm. over the three days there. Uh, what's the schedule tomorrow? Uh, well, we will uh, have a one-hour practice session at uh, at, at twelve o'clock uh, uh, Eastern time, and then uh, we'll go uh, we'll go qualifying around three three o'clock in the afternoon with the Firestone Pass Six to set the pole, and then we'll have a uh, uh, a thirty-minute warm-up session on Sunday, and then the uh, the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach uh, will take place on Sunday afternoon. All right, you're joining me tomorrow night, right? Yeah, absolutely. Love to. I'm I'm uh, looking forward to it. No, you know you're not. You know you're not. I, mean, I appreciate you saying it, but you got a gazillion things going on tomorrow. Uh, but I I'm looking forward to it because I I live as you know I live vicariously through your life and uh, still fondly recall our trips to Winchester and other exotic spots in Indiana, and I miss those days as you do. Well, if it weren't for the sob, I don't think we would have ever made it to Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Thanks, Joe. Stick here. Thank you. We go from one legend in racing uh, announcing to another. Adam Alexander from Fox Sports joins us. Adam, how about our boy, Mark James? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Here's what I'll say. When he calls you tomorrow from California, at least he'll have three hours on you and I. So that that helps, right? I mean, I'm right. You know, if people wonder, Adam, maybe you're not on with Coach as much in recent years as you used to be. It's because I fall asleep and I forget to call. Mark tomorrow is going to be at seven thirty. He'll have to interrupt dinner to to call you tomorrow. Yeah, and and uh, and you know, I I never, you know what, I never thought of it. I mean. Uh, <clears throat> I, I'm as you know, we've known each other for a long, long time. You go back to the beginning, uh, and I try to tell people one of the hardest things to understand about hosting this show is that it's on a Friday and Saturday night, and with the exception of my wife and me, everyone else has a life on the weekends. Uh, you know, you, you know, those of us in the sports business. We work on the weekends. <laughs> you know how it is? That's when we work. Uh, I've been married 53 years, and I have I don't spend weekends with my wife. Maybe that's the reason why we've been married as long as we have been. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I think there's a lot to that. But uh, it's, you know how this is. Uh, our wives and families don't see us on the weekends. And uh, I, I, spend my, I tell people I, I spend my time on Friday and Saturday night talking to my friends about sports and uh, I do it from my house and so it's a pretty good gig if you can get it and gig really you have is not gig. a bad one either yeah it's no, a great gig it's and thanks to you 
29 years ago, when you're a youngster doing aces basketball down in Evansville, you and I hook up, and you've been talking to me ever since. And I never would have made it through 29 without having guys like you on the show. It's incredible. And for those that don't appreciate Indiana sports talk, you're just not a sports fan. And I've said forever, and living now in North Carolina and, and being a part of the landscape here and you know high school sports with my kids and local college sports and all of that, you talk to folks about what it means in Indiana and the following. And, and it's not just that you have coaches and media members that are willing to call in and file reports and talk about what happened at their game or their event. It's the fans, the sports fans that, that crave to know what is happening around the, the state. And technology mm-hmm. has changed a lot of that with social media, but the reality mm-hmm. is your show has lived on, and it's a testament to so many, not just you and the staff and everyone who's been dedicated to put it on and all those that call in, but I think it also speaks to how loyal the sports community is, and not just the sports community, but the entire state of Indiana and the way they support it. That's well said, uh, and I and I agree with you. All right, let's talk some racing. Uh, you love Martinsville. Uh, I, I know you love the Martinsville venue because you, deep in your heart, are traditionalist. You love some of the uh, traditional tracks, correct? No doubt about it. This one is very unique, and it's special. It's just got so much history. In fact, we were doing the practice qualifying show for the Xfinity Series today, and I said to Michael Walter on the air, I just feel like I've gone back in time when I go to Martinsville. And, and they've done upgrades and you know, made it more conducive to the current fan and made it better for the teams as they come in to set up for the weekend. But the reality is there's still a lot of old in Martinsville. And the the trophy here that everyone covets is a grandfather clock. If that doesn't speak to history (laughs) and tradition and an old school way of thinking, I don't know what does. I think that's that's pretty cool. Uh, And it's it's also – I think for uh, those of us who aren't as involved in it as you, it's that uh, connection to history, uh, to to back in the day, you know, uh, and it's a, that connection is extremely strong and important to this series. Oh, there's no question about it. And and I look tonight, the Craftsman Truck Series is racing, and you know it's crazy, but this is the kind of track that they were were meant for. You know, short track racing is is where their bread was buttered. That's where the foundation of this series was laid. So to see them racing there tonight, you know, they've got their own chapter, uh, many chapters of history that have been written at this racetrack. And NASCAR at this facility dates back to 1949. And when you think about how many times the, the Cup Series has been there and how long they've been going there, and the ebbs and flows of this racetrack and the changes that it's gone through over the years. Uh, and, and to do it now in the 75th season of NASCAR, it just connects a lot of dots when you look at um, all of the history that's been made. Adam Alexander with us. We're talking NASCAR. So uh, uh, practice today, qualification today. What was on the schedule today? Today was all about uh, well the, the trucks are racing right now they were they were delayed right. because I of know rain that. but uh, but right. history is being made Bob we you know we went to Martinsville a couple of years ago and tested wet weather tires on an oval 
and everyone said, well, this will never happen. And and we had them at <laughs> Richmond, didn't put them on. Mm-hmm. But they actually started the truck race tonight on wet weather tires. And that that's the first. Wow. They've never done that on an oval. And and actually it went pretty well. So so we were able to witness something we had never seen before. And quite honestly, I think the competitors thought would never happen, even though they had gone through the paces of figuring it out and testing it. I think many were skeptical if it would happen. It happened tonight. Trucks racing now. Xfinity tomorrow. Cup on Sunday. Can you hang on through this scoreboard update? Talk a little more? Yes. Yes, sir. All right. Adam Alexander and I will come back after the scoreboard update with Brad Huber on Indiana Sports Talk. And let's start at the Martinsville Speedway and add on to what Adam Alexander and Coach Bob Lover are all talking about. Unfortunately, the rain has returned to the Martinsville Speedway, and the race has gone red flag. The Long John Silver's 200 for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Kyle Busch has the lead. Corey Heim is second. Zane Smith third. Tanner Gray and Christian Eckes the top five. Uh, a small little sell, and as Adam mentioned, a historical night because it is the first time that the wet weather tires and the wet weather package has been used on an oval track here at the half-mile paperclip. The Martinsville Speedway will keep an eye on that. IndyCar out west. Pato Award was the quickest on the first practice. He led Scott Dixon, Colton Herta, Marcus Erickson, and Romar Grosjean. The top five, they will practice tomorrow morning and qualify tomorrow afternoon before they race on Sunday. Just going final in college baseball, the Illinois Fighting Illini came from behind to beat the Indiana Hoosiers 7-5. Three runs for the Illini in the eighth inning, giving Illinois the win. Notre Dame. They edge out in front now, gaining two more runs, 10-3 over Clemson. That is in the middle of the eighth. Notre Dame leading 10-3. St. Paul Saints beat the Indianapolis Indians 4-2. Lake County captains beat Fort Wayne Tin Caps 10-4. And the Beloit Skycarp beat the South Bend Cubs in minor league baseball in a back-and-forth battle 10-8. Indy Field winners over the Fort Wayne Comets in in-state rivalry. The Battle of I-69. Two third-period goals gave the field the win they'll play tomorrow in Fort Wayne. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk, season 29 of the Legendary Show. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Speaking of legendary, Adam Alexander from Fox Sports, FS1, Xfinity Series, and other great offerings rejoins us. All right, Adam Alexander, Martinsville, Craftsman Truck Series going on. Uh, this will be to this point. It's been a really interesting um, season to begin with. New faces, some exciting races. It's been if you're a fan as I am, as you are, it's been kind of fun to watch this. No question. And you know, you look at some of the young talent right now, and and I know Mark James. Oh could yeah, have the same conversation with you about what he sees on the open wheel side. I'm sure, he's really in touch with some of the great local dirt racers uh, around the Midwest and in particular there in central Indiana that undoubtedly will graduate and end up racing in IndyCar someday. But we see it in, in NASCAR, you know, some of these young drivers that race in ARCA, uh, you mentioned Winchester earlier. I heard when you were talking to Mark James at those yeah, kinds of yeah. tracks, Salem, you know, DeCoin in Springfield, the dirt tracks over in Illinois that that's where you lay the foundation and we've seen it happen. And it's been so fun to watch the transformation that these young drivers make in their career, move to the truck series onto the Xfinity series. And, and now you see them make it a home at NASCAR's highest level. And with drivers like Kevin Harvick set to retire at the end of the year, Martin Trex Jr. On the verge of retirement. We know it's a matter of time for Denny Hamlin we, we said goodbye to Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon and Dale mm-hmm. Hart Jr. Mm-hmm. And, and so now you're going to start to see some of these young drivers become household names and really become the superstars in the future of motorsports. And, and I think that's good. I think everybody understands that's good. That's the nature of this business. And there are some really talented young drivers. Uh, there are also, you know, some of the usual suspects and teams is smart enough to figure that out too. Uh, and this continues to be extremely competitive. And one of the, the teams that really has figured it out is Rick Hendrick and Hendrick Motorsports. Oh, it's yeah. fitting that we have this yeah. conversation going to Martinsville because they've dominated there. And if it weren't for a win there in the mid 80s for Jeff Bodine, that team might have gone out of business. And, and the history of NASCAR would be totally different without Rick Hendrick as an owner and everything that he has produced. But a couple of years ago, they hired Kyle Larson. I'd say that worked out. Won 10 times 2021, <laughs> wins the championship, yeah, a little and bit. has been on a roll right. ever since. They elevate William Byron from the Xfinity Series at Junior Motorsports to, to Cup, and he's won twice this year. And they've continued to make very positive moves in laying the foundation of their future, and this weekend they welcome back the the biggest superstar in the sport, and that being Chase Elliott, the son of the, the Hall of Famer Bill Elliott, right. uh, injured in a snowboarding accident uh, a month, a couple of months ago, and and now he will will be back behind the wheel of the race car this weekend. So that that's a big one to have back for Hendrick, Hendrick Motorsports. 
Awesome Bill from Dawsonville. I've actually been to Dawsonville. Yeah, have I. Huh. Um, yes. And it was, when you and I have an hour, I'll tell you the story. <laughs> <laughs> it, was one, it was one for the record books, to be honest. I, I thought I would never, ever, ever make it there. I never, you know, I just, I thought, I thought I was in the middle of the twilight, a movie of the Twilight Zone, to be honest. But, you know, yep. we, we made it. All right. I, you know I appreciate you calling me. You going to be okay tomorrow night, or are you gonna, you're going to need to do some work tomorrow night? We'll be doing the, the Xfinity race, but if everything goes as scheduled, I should be done uh, to buzz you at 1030. Should work out perfect, and, and no rain oh. forecast tomorrow, so we should have a full recap on, on the show tomorrow night. You are the best. You know that. From Martinsville. From Fox Sports, Adam Alexander. Adam, thanks. Have a great day tomorrow. I look forward to talking to you. Thanks so much. Thank you, Bob. Thanks very much. Okay. Man, oh, man. Frankly, that's a pretty good half hour. Mark James and Adam Alexander hit the daily double. Short break. We'll come back, talk some more racing, talk some ball on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brad Huber rejoins me. Hey, Brad Huber. How about that half hour? Mark James and Adam Alexander and you. That's a half hour, brother. <laughs> we did. Got a racing scoop in for that half hour. A lot going on this weekend, both at Long Beach and at Martinsville. So both co- uh, coasts covered between NASCAR, IndyCar, IMSA sports cars. Right. Uh, it's a fun weekend if you're a race fan. Back in the day, you know, we've been on 29 years, so we've we've been around a little bit. But I used to get uh, I used to get guys I used to get ARCA guys to call me uh, after you know after races. I used to do I used to do quite a bit of ARCA talk back back way 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 back in the day, and uh, had no idea what it was. Right, <laughs> yeah. um, it became. Well, I became quite a fan of it, quite frankly. <laughs> you know, you're talking about some grassroots stuff. And even like with you now at Paragon, how cool is it? You're right there, brother. You're talking about grassroots racing. Guys who load it up, you know, work on their cars, toss it on the transporter and drive in and race because it's a passion. They live for it. They love it. Uh, you know, chasing the dream like everybody else, and to be a part of that, I think would be kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. And I was able to fill in at Anderson Speedway last year, help call the Red Bud 400, which is an ARCA CRA Super Series race. And what's really cool right, about that right. is that Sammy Smith, who won that race, dominated that race, he now races full time in the NASCAR Xfinity Series for Joe Gibbs Racing. And one of the there other guys in that field, William Salowich, he's in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series race tonight at Martinsville. So it's really cool to see these guys up and coming from the ARCA CRA Super Series to the ARCA Menard Series into the Craftsman Truck, work their way up into the uh, Cup Series uh, as they get a little bit older. So you're right. It's grassroots racing. They do it for fun. They do it uh, to kind of kick off their careers. You have all kinds of sure. agendas out right. there on the racetrack. Oh, and here's one. And we got a whole lot we, of We those. had a sprint car driver that I talked to who won the sprint car race at Paragon last year. He is an assistant football coach at Indian Creek High School during the fall. 
I love that. <laughs> that is good stuff. Uh, I, I love it a lot. All right, so uh, this time of year is fun for you uh, and for others because it's we're, we're, we're right up against it. We're going to be racing. We're going to be racing before you know it. And frankly, I think this could be another one of those 500s where uh, there are a lot, a lot of people can win this race. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, we have bumping that's back this year. We had the 34th yeah. entry announced today. You saw that today. Uh, we have 34, yeah. So bumping back for the first time since we had one in 2021 and before that 2019. So it should be a lot of fun, and it, the parody in the IndyCar series this year has just been uh, fascinating to watch. This is race number three, then they'll go to the Barber, and then they'll head here to Indianapolis. So we're getting closer, and it's going to be a wild month of May. Cannot wait. He's Brad Huber. You're going to hear him in a, in 30 seconds. Excuse me, you'll hear him in a minute with a scoreboard update every 15 minutes. We're back after this short break for Brad Huber's scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.